Hello there and welcome to this episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast with me, your host, Declan Walsh, from Sligo in the gorgeous northwest of Ireland. In this episode, we're going to take a look at another very popular Irish poem by W.B. Yeats, The Song of the Wandering Angus. W.B. Yeats is regarded by many as Ireland's greatest ever poet. And while much is written about his life, I seek to bring you a brief summary here. Yeats was born in Sandymount, County Dublin, in 1865. And his father, an artist, was delighted when William started to write poetry in his late teens. However, Yeats just didn't want to become another writer, and his ambition was to recreate a specifically Irish literature, which he had felt had been lost over the centuries. He began to explore his own spiritual beliefs and interpreting the mystery of Irish folklore and legends, many of which were influenced by the people and places of Sligo. These Irish legends, folk songs and fairy stories inspired many of his early poems, such as Down by the Sally Gardens, The Stolen Child, which I have covered in a previous podcast, and this poem, The Song of the Wandering Angus. This great interest in Irish mythology about fairies resulted in his publication of Fairy and Folk Tales of the Irish Peasantry in 1888, and Fairy Folk Tales of Ireland in 1892. In the 1890s, he became increasingly interested in Irish nationalism and founded various literary societies and even joined the Irish Republican Brotherhood, although he was later to leave it after becoming disillusioned with politics. It was during this time that he fell in love with the beautiful actress and Irish nationalist Maud Gaughan. However, she did not return his feelings and liked him more as a friend. Yeats was devastated when she refused his offer of marriage on many occasions, and his anguish was made all the worse when she later married the revolutionary leader and rival for her affections, John McBride. A pillar of the Irish literary establishment, he was one of the co-founders of the Abbey Theatre, and in his later years served two terms as Senator of the Irish Free State from 1922, and was a driving force behind the Irish literary revival of the 20th century. He became, in 1923, the first of only four Irish people to date to win the Nobel Prize for Literature. While he has lived in several places, including Dublin, London, Galway and France, his early informative years were spent in Sligo, which he has always regarded as a spiritual home. W.B. Yeats died, aged 73, in 1939 in France, and was later buried in Drumcliff Churchyard, County Sligo. His headstone displays the now famous epitaph Cast a cold eye on life, on death, horseman pass by. The poem is told from the point of view of an old man who, at some point in his past, had a fantastical experience in which a silver trout he had caught and laid on the floor turned into a glimmering girl who called him by his name and vanished. He became infatuated with her and remains devoted to finding her again. It has been claimed that the poem's story is based on the Irish god Angus, and specifically the story of the Dream of Angus, who first appeared in the 8th century, in which Angus falls in love with a woman whom he only sees in his dreams. 
The poem has also been compared to the Ashling genre of Irish poetry, in which a magical woman appears who represents the country of Ireland. As we've said, the Angus in this poem is a Celtic god, considered a god of love, youth and beauty. According to legend, Angus was from the Tua de Danann, the mystical people who have conquered Ireland after defeating the native tribes. It's more likely that Yeats got the basic idea from the story of how Angus fell in love with a girl he saw in a dream and spent years searching for her. A theme Yeats knew all too well, having loved and unsuccessfully pursued the beautiful Maud Gawne for most of his life. But as always, I will leave the interpretation up to yourselves. Lockgill in Sligo features quite a lot in Yeats's poetry. It is home, of course, to the Lake Isle of Inish Free and to Slish or Sleuth Wood, which is featured in the poem The Stolen Child, both of which are actually covered in earlier podcasts. The opening line refers to Hazelwood, which is an enchanting and ancient area of woodland located just outside Sligo Town on the shores of Loch Gill. It is very popular for scenic walks, which are dotted with sculptures. The walk along the forest trails provides fantastic views of the lake, of Goat Island, Cottage Island and Church Island. The Song of the Wandering Angus was first printed in 1897 in the British magazine The Sketch under the title A Mad Song. It was then published two years later in 1899 in his anthology The Wind Among the Reeds and was voted the fourth most popular Irish poem of all time. The Song of the Wandering Angus by William Butler Yeats I went out to the hazel wood because a fire was in my head and cut and peeled a hazel wand and hooked a berry to a thread. And when white moths are on the wing, and moth-like stars were flickering out, I dropped the berry in a stream, and caught a little silver trout. When I had laid it on the floor, I went to blow the fire aflame. But something rustled on the floor, and someone called me by my name. It had become a glimmering girl with apple blossom in her hair, who called me by my name and ran and faded through the brightening air. Though I am old with wandering through hollow lands and hilly lands, I will find out where she has gone and kiss her lips and take her hands, and walk among long dappled grass, and pluck till time and times are done, the silver apples of the moon, the golden apples of the sun. This poem has been an inspiration to poets and artists, songwriters and movie producers all over the world. And there's some fantastic readings by the likes of Michael Gambon and Sam Neill, to say but a few. And the musical interpretations are broad and various, from the likes of Donovan, Judy Collins, 10,000 Maniacs, 
The Water Boys from their album An Appointment with Mr. Yates. And my favourite, one by Christy Moore from his Ride On album. And links to all of these are included in the show notes below. And you may be aware that Clint Eastwood has a major interest in the poetry of W.B. Yeats. And the previously mentioned The Lake Isle of Inish Free features strongly in his Oscar-winning movie Million Dollar Baby with Hilary Swank. And in his 1995 film, The Bridges Over Madison County, Eastwood quotes a number of passages from this poem, The Song of the Wandering Angus, to his co-star Meryl Streep. So, if you're ever watching these films the next time, please keep an eye out for the references to Yeats in those. Well, we're coming to the end of another episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed the reading and a little bit of background to this wonderful poem by W.B. Yeats, The Song of the Wandering Angus. So if you've enjoyed, please subscribe to My Poetry Readings wherever you get your podcasts, or indeed the YouTube channel. And if you think anybody else would like to join us on this journey, please share it with them also. And if you're up to it, a review on Apple Podcasts would also help. And you can also follow the podcast on our Facebook and other social media platforms, and the links to all of these are included in the show notes below. And as always, I would love to hear any feedback or comments that you may have, or indeed any suggestions that you have for a future reading. Now, I'm off to sharpen the quill for the next episode. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, Slongo Fall. <laughs>